Welcome back to another episode of SoCal Watch Reviews. This is episode eight. I am Miguel. And uh, on the other line, we got P. Ross. P, how's it going? Yo, it's going great. What's good? SoCal Watch Reviews in the it, building. Yeah, 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 no, for sure. It's uh, It's been exciting, man. It's been a, a crazy week uh, in the watch world. A lot of new releases, a lot of things going on. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, our last episode was actually amazing. We had uh, uh, an amazing episode with uh, Craft and Taylor. So Cameron Barr, how would you feel about that episode, uh, P? I felt great. To, I felt like it, it, it was really, really good. You know what I'm saying? Very informative. You know what I'm saying? I think Cam is a great guy. You know, what more can you say about him? I mean, you can say a whole lot about him. <laughs> yeah, no, great Cam's guy. amazing. I mean, uh, that guy's all over. Seriously, if you guys follow him on social media, go on YouTube, Craft and Taylor, or, or uh, Instagram, Craft and Taylor. The guy is just, uh, God, I, I don't know if he sleeps. I mean, he's just on planes all the time, uh, attending events with a bunch of, like, heavy hitter people in the watch uh, world. So it's pretty cool. And, and we're not going to lie, it was a little a little intimidating for, for P and myself because we're just enthusiasts and, and we're not we're not in this in this game like he is. I mean just just his wrist check alone was uh Ponium in Daytona. We were kinda yeah, a little taken back because we're like, oh man, all right. <laughs> right, right. But uh but at the end of the day, you know what, Cam is such a down to earth guy and such a cool guy that he he was just like, Hey, I'm just a dude. I'm just you know, I just been fortunate with this, but he's just so down to earth. He's not a snob at all. And I think that really that's the reason we connected with him. So so good. And uh so yeah, go support him. And if you haven't heard the episode yet. Go back, listen. We highly recommend that episode. He has a lot of insightful information, not coming from an enthusiast point of view, but from somebody that's actually in the industry. So go take a listen. I I, I think I, I recommend that. So uh, also, we had somebody actually lined up for today's episode, Dave from Just a Watch. So if you go to YouTube, type in Just a Watch, and his whole the whole thing about his about his uh, YouTube channel, he's been up for about two years. He just had a um, an episode last night thanking everybody for almost 6,000 subscribers and he's doing the little giveaway. But his whole thing, his mantra, if you would, is building a collection, one affordable watch at a time. So it's pretty cool. And he was going to come on board with us. He's located in Japan. But unfortunately, uh, there was a typhoon over there in Japan. And he is... Uh, He's a volunteer, so it's very commendable of him to say, you know what, guys, I want to do this show, but I need to do this first. You know, I need to help my community, and, and that's awesome, you know. So, right Dave, yeah, Dave, if you're listening, uh, we're waiting for you, my man, and um, uh, best of luck to you. And, yeah, let's let's move on, man. So what, what are we going to talk about today? What, what, what do you want to talk about, Pete? Uh, I think we're doing replica watches, right? Uh, that's right. That's you know right. I mean? a, a topic that's so, uh, a little controversial. <laughs> absolutely. And what's so crazy is when I had got into like the, the the details and the data. You know what I mean? And I actually found out that there are thirty 
to 40 million counterfeit watches put into circulation each year. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And, yeah. and they gross about a billion a year. That is better than some watch companies. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So we, we've been doing our research, of course, because we don't want to come ill-informed to all you guys because uh you know based on the number of uh of subscribers and people not really listening to us yet we can tell that we have a lot of a lot of um work ahead of us and that's okay but we want to show everybody that we're informed <laughs> right so we actually exactly. did, we, yeah we actually did our our, our homework and it is very interesting I actually discovered a lot of things just like up that i was just blown away and i was like okay i didn't know this whole thing was such a such a big market and that's just the watch sector that's not right. even getting into purses and shoes and belts and all that other stuff yeah, but, yeah for sure but it's insane to to know the replica watches to be honest with you they they go back to the 18th century right. and uh basically britain came uh became rivals with france uh, because they were the leading producers of clocks and watches. So by the middle of the century, German and, and other towns in Switzerland were actually producing fake watches. And then pretty much like 1860, when the American watch industry was gaining some momentum, the Swiss actually started replicating some of our watches over here. Right. Uh, with, and one example is a Welton watch. So it's kind of crazy to think that, wait a minute, the Swiss were actually creating replica watches and, right. and, and they were, you know, uh, but, but here, the everybody, perfect... everybody get in on the action man. because everybody. that's where the, the, the money, I mean, it's, it's just right. all about the money. And, and say, for instance, like here in the U S more specifically, uh, Canal Street in uh, Manhattan, right there in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, has been an open market for this for like over 30 years. And of course, we see this in movies and whatnot, and people talking about Folexes and whatnot. But right. back in the 80s and the 90s, David Ty, he was a leader of the famous Brooklyn gang, I think it's called uh, Born to Kill. Mm-hmm. They had an operation of counterfeit watches, and was able to profit a ton of money. In one year alone, he did $13 million back in 1988. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, his his main seller was Rolex. I mean, that's that's what it was, you know. And, and just like you said, I mean, it's a it's a big industry, and the Swiss uh, customs really estimates this at forty percent uh, coming from China and the rest from other parts of the world, uh, like the U.S. and Europe. So it's not like it's just being produced in one part of the world. It's just kind of spread all over this whole counterfeit game, you know, where they're being right. uh, produced or, or or anything like that. But yeah, that's crazy. 30 to 40 million into circulation each year. And I mean, yeah, in, in 2012, that's when they kind of estimated $1 billion because $1 that's kind of mm-hmm. how much they, that's how much they, uh, they they seized you know so what so i i mean obviously your opinion on replica watches is very it's the same as mine and i think right. a lot of people out there uh but a lot of uh people that are not into watches uh view this whole replica thing a little different but uh i want to get your take on it because i i have some some things here that i that i really want to talk about but i really want to pick your brain and Mm-hmm. We haven't really spoken about this. We said we're going to talk about replica watches, but we never really actually had a conversation about it. So I'm really interested right. to know what do you think about them, or what what's your overall take, or you know. I personally would never mess with a replica watch, um, but then like when I think about the the concept of a replica watch, why are they around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I think, and I really want to say, uh. 
for some people who can't afford, let's say, like a Rolex. So they go get a replica watch. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, my, my question to like places like Rolex, uh, uh, shoot, Cartier, and places like that, like, what do you do to counteract that? Do you make a more affordable Rolex or do you continue to <laughs> let people, you know what I mean? Do you continue to let these places, you know what I'm saying, uh, force watches in your name and get paid? Because apparently, I guess there's nothing they can do about it. I know that watches are seized constantly and fake products, you know what I'm saying, from like Louis Vuitton or Gucci to Jordans to Nike, all kind of stuff is like, you know what I'm saying, it's confiscated. In Correct. this game, you know what I mean. Yeah, but it's it's like you can't stop it. Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, I had uh went on um just so for the purpose of this video, I had went on uh sure, like sure. Is that no, what you really? bought? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Is that <laughs> what you ended up buying those five pieces? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Look, check it out. I went on Wish, and I was just like typing in. Oh, Wish, like, yeah, yeah, and. I saw like Seiko fives and mm-hmm. I even saw a flighty. I saw a, a, a Sarp. Wow. You know what I mean? And yeah, then yeah. I saw like an Orient Bambino, Orient Moonface. I saw all kind of stuff. Casio. You know what I, mean? I mean, the G Shock. Casio. Oh, God. Yeah. Even Timex. Oh, man. You know what oh, I mean? Man. I was kind of like, wow. That's insane. You know what? Like, this This is really a, 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 it's a, people are getting paid. But it's not really, it's not legit at all. And it's just crazy to me. Well, you know here's, what I mean? here's the Go scary ahead. thing before before we move on and, and get more of your thoughts. But let me let me pause you there because that is pretty scary. Because look, us as watch people, we recognize things, right? And I'll give you an example. One of my videos, if you go to my channel, I was looking for that SARB 033 when I, it wasn't in my collection. And a guy on eBay, he had a legitimate one. Mm-hmm. And I try to I try to buy it from him, and he's like, I, I guess we we're like in the middle of negotiating. And he sold it. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I guess he somebody got more money or whatever, you know. But then he hits me with like a, a DM, like a personal message there on eBay, and he goes, "Hey, I just picked up another one. You're interested?" And the pictures, I mean, immediately it just jumped at me because I, I I'm very familiar with that watch, and I know what it looks like. I know the ins and outs, and I've mm-hmm. actually owned it in the past, so I really knew what it looked like, and it was a complete fake and right. according to him he didn't know and this guy was in japan you know um mm-hmm. it, it, according to him he didn't know and he apologized and i, I didn't report him to ebay but i mm-hmm. i i, I kind of followed his um cha- he might have a, a, a few not channel uh, his um whatever web page on ebay just to make sure he didn't post it and try to rip somebody off so i, I didn't see him uh, posted but yeah it's pretty scary i guess what i was trying to get at is that somebody that's not a watch person can go on Wish or these other things and think that they're getting a legitimate watch, something like a Timex, like a G-Shock. And in reality, they end up buying a counterfeit. And that's pretty crummy because if you're out there intentionally trying to get a replica, then you know what you're getting. But if somebody with their hard-earned money goes and tries to buy a Timex or a G-Shock, and they know they're relatively inexpensive because everybody kind of knows that, and they come across as, and that's a total ripoff. And that's Oh yeah, that's pretty absolutely. scary too. But but anyways, go on. I just right. wanted to kind of share my two, put my I mean, two cents but, but, on that. But, but but to like your point, you know what I'm saying? Like if you go out there knowing that you're buying a replica, and the person knows that the, it's a replica, and he's going to be honest. You know what I mean? Like you you get what you pay for. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You get what you pay for. But for those that 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 and, and you know what? Who the hell goes somewhere and think that they really could get a watch like a Rolex for three, four hundred dollars? I mean, you you you, <sighs> you you can't even get the single dial of a Rolex for three hundred dollars. Yeah, no. you know what I mean. Like, so well, like, you gotta you gotta think about people that don't know watches, though. They it, to us, it's just ridiculous because we we're in the sector, so we know a lot of different things. But normal people, uh, and, and I'm telling you this from experience. I've like when I was talking to my mom, mom when I first got into this whole watch game, mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about. Um, you know, uh, Rolex or whatever. And I was like, oh, I really want a Rolex. And that's kind of what I want. And she's like, oh, but they're really expensive, right? What are they, like $1,000 or something? Like to her, like right. she didn't she didn't understand. But when I told her the price of like a sub, she pretty, she didn't even believe me. She's like, no, nobody's going to pay that much money for a watch. And I was like, right. that's not even the, she, that's not even the most expensive one, you know? So to your point, it's like, there is people out there that maybe they, they think um, three. It, it's just a scammer. It's like, look, there's two separate things. If you're buying a replica to to buy a replica because you think you're going to be cool, that's one thing. But if you're getting ripped off, then that's a total scam. So Right. Yeah, for sure. For you sure. know, but uh, but yeah, man. No, so you would never rock a replica? Nah, no, no, I would never rock a replica. No, <laughs> no, no, sir. You no, know, I, I, get, I, I get too much. I would like to. Get my get something real with my money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, if I'm yeah. gonna spend three hundred, four hundred dollars on a replica, I'd rather go buy another Sarb or or a Bambino or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. Nah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, here's my my take on it, and and I'm pretty sure you could agree. I was I was really thinking about this because I'm like, okay, replica watches, you know, I and mean, there's just so many negative things associated to it. But the, but I really kind of came to the conclusion. I'm like, look. If a non-watch person buys a replica watches, it's a hundred percent, in my opinion, a flex move because they just want to look like they have money. Right. That's Absolutely. all it really is. Absolutely. However, if a watch person buys a replica watch, then in my opinion, that's blasphemous towards everybody in the community. Right. And you know, if if you want the the look, the feel of a Patek, a Rolex, a Nautilus, a Timex, an Omega, whatever. That replica watch, it's not going to fill that void for you. And and even worse, if a watch person actually wears a replica watch, you're going to be caught because there's a lot of astute people out there that actually know the differences from far away and, and they, they, they know their watches, you know. And the, the problem is that once you wear a replica watch and somebody finds out that you're wearing a replica watch, you're going to walk around with that stigma of, uh, you know, being the guy that rocks replica watches. Right. And even if you burn that watch in front of everybody, or you make a video of, I'm going to destroy the replica watch. Believe me, when you get the real watch, nobody's going to believe you. They're going to want proof that you're going to have to prove right. yourself. And that stigma is just going to stick with you. So to your point, P, instead of spending money on a replica watch, buy something else instead. And I mean, uh, Jody uh, from Just One More Watch, actually, he just put out a video about a, a fake Rolex, right? He had three subs. And he's mm-hmm. like, can you, can you guess the uh, the fake sub? And he did macro shots. He put it on the time grapher. I mean, he, he did a bunch of things. That I, I picked the wrong one. 
And when he's like, nope, this is the one, I was, I was like, what the heck? Are you serious? Right. Like, that's that's pretty insane, you know? It's The replicas are getting so good. But he said how much he paid for it. $600. I'm like, what? For the replica? For the replica, because it's a high-end replica. So it's right. ones if you take off the case back. I know AB uh, from Watch Collecting Strategy, he had one of those videos where he actually showed the movement and showed everything, and it says Rolex on it. I mean, if if you don't have something to compare to and you don't have a macro, macro lens or macro whatever, and you're just looking at it, honestly, like it, it would fool me. I'm sure it will fool you and a ton right. of different people because these people are really getting good at this. But the whole point, I guess, I'm trying to make and, and what you kind of said is instead of buying a watch at $600 for a replica, are you kidding me? You could get a vintage Omega for that price. You oh, yeah. get a lot of different things for that price. Hell, you could build a whole collection for an affordable collection for $600 from a legitimate company. I mean, the Seiko right. SKX alone, I mean, now they're a little over 200 bucks, but I mean, that's a legitimate watch right there. And it's ISO certified, screwed on crown. I mean, the list goes on and on. So if you're listening out there and you're new to this watch thing, don't buy a replica watch that's like the worst thing you can do is this you're going to be clowned on by people you're not going to be satisfied if your folix breaks who are you going to take it to because right. you know it's, it's embarrassing to to go to a watchmaker or something and say hey can you service my replica rolex they're going to think you're a fool they're going to think like man this guy's core girl is trying to pretend that they have money when in reality they don't. And, and hey, the reality is that you may have money. Maybe you do have a lot of money, but you just don't want to spend that kind of money on a watch. But buy something else. I mean, Oris, it's a great company. Oh, you yeah. want a, you want a Swiss watch? You want something that's actually getting the respect of a lot of watch people? Get an Oris. I mean, Oris is definitely coming up in the world. And I mean, hell, you know? <laughs> right. Just, I don't know how I feel about it. just it's not just replica watches it's the people that wear them you know it's like i have the, this 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 stigma about them you know so i don't know man <laughs> right i had uh unfortunately i was supposed to do a video on oh, iwc yeah. watch mm-hmm. so and... check it out before before you go on let me tell the people so so p calls me he's super excited he's like hey miguel guess what i'm like hey well what's going on he's like i got this guy at work that has an IWC watch. I was like, oh, nice. And he's like, and the, the coolest part, he's going to let me review it. So anyways, P was like super excited about it. So that, I'll, I'll let you tell your story, but I know you were like super excited about this. Right, right. So it it was an IWC Mark 17 uh, released somewhere around 2012, 2013, something like that. So I had okay. all the research. You know what I mean? Went through everything, movement, blah, 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 blah. The most research I had ever done on the watch. So this guy just, is he's a co-worker of yours or somebody you know or who? Yeah, he, he's, he's somebody I know. I've known him for about a good six, seven months. Oh, okay. You know cool. what I mean? And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, he's a guy that that would have something like that due to what I believe he makes in the company. Oh, as far as like so, money and stuff? Right, oh, okay. right. Okay. So, and he's a watch guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when he brought it to me, I'm like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to review this. I'm going to do this, right? So something in my mind was like telling me like, because when I was looking it up online, I only found one reference and the reference was in Italian. So I'm like, hold up. Wait a minute. Wait a second. 
So something's not right. So it just so happened I took it to a jeweler, and I had took my Omega too. So okay. he had, he had vetted the Omega like this is real deal, blah 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 blah. Cool. So with the IWC, he opened it up, and as soon as he opened it up, he said, "This is fake." <sighs> oh man! So I, wait, said, wait, I said, wait, "No." I said, "No." What'd you feel in your heart? To be honest with you, when when we said that, would you? It was you like feel? my heart dropped through my stomach, through my intestines, and it was oh. like, oh man, it it was like a, a terrible feeling. So. He said, there's a, a Japanese automatic movement in here. And I know for a fact it was a Swiss ETA movement. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, my God. I just, I just, I said, okay, all right, screw it back up. All right, thank you. You know what I mean? So I walked out. Like, I, I'm super mad because mm-hmm. I had already done this video, and I'm just waiting to upload it, right? <laughs> so... So you you just got this this hunch that you're like, wait a minute, before I upload it, maybe let me right. just, just make right. sure this is real. Cause... Right. But what's extra uh. funny about it is, it's funny now, but what's extra funny about it is when I had called you and you had said something about the, watch, about the video, I'm like, the video ain't going up. Mm-hmm. It's not going up. You know what I mean? You like, why? I'm like, because the watch fake. And you like, you know what? I, th- I, I thought that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, oh my God, if I would have put that video up, I don't look like a fucking class clown. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had took it back to him. I told him it was fake. And he looked at me and it genuinely, he genuinely thought that the watch was real because <laughs> he got it as a gift he claimed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just kind of like, here, you can take this shit. You know what I mean? He like, nah, you know what? If it's fake, just go ahead and keep it. So there you have it, guys. Uh, so, he has been rocking a fake IWC. <laughs> no, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. It, it, it is in a, a bucket of watches where I do, like, repairs. They'll try to do repairs and shit like that. You know, but... Uh, oh, man. So so what are the plans for I, that IWC? What do, you, what do you plan to do with it? There are no plans. Okay. So are there you going to release... Plans. A video about it, so we can. I, 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 I am, I am absolutely going to do a video, but I am like still super I'm upset still, about I'm it. I'm still kind of butthurt over it, though. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to look at it. You know what I mean? I, I don't even want to look at this thing. Man. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, you, you, you. It was unbelievable the work I put into this video. But I mean, okay, so you've had. I've never had an experience with a with a fake watch yet. And hopefully, yeah, I, I never will. But uh, or, or I would I would like to see one just to kind of see what what they're like or whatever. But in your hands, to be honest with you, like I'm assuming because I saw a picture of it. So this uh, replica watch is actually grade A, pretty much, right? I mean, it, it, was, it was it was quality. You know what I mean? It looked like the real deal because I w- I went on um I was on YouTube looking up a few things, and uh, Watchbox had actually did a video on one. And I was like comparing them and looking at them like, okay, cool. But what, what made me really suspicious was that I didn't see none in rose gold. Mm. So that's what that's what did it for you. Because I was gonna say, well, right. what was what was the main giveaway? I mean, you're doing right. research and stuff, but what was it was the rose gold. You know what I mean? I had so, seen it in uh uh stainless, stainless black even, but I never seen it in rose gold. 
So what you mean to tell me is if this watch, the finishing was on stainless steel, then there'll be no suspicion. You would have done your video. You would have given it back to the guy. No, and then I, 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 no I still would have done that. You know what I mean? Because uh, unless I know it's real, like I'm not going to take the word of somebody else of something that expensive. No, I, I don't think I could. So here's here's the question then. Now now um I'm I'm get I'm like super picky with my things and I'm like very weird about letting people borrow my stuff. And one of my main fears to say, for instance, if you were to ask me, Hey Miguel, let me borrow your Omega Speedmaster for review, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously you know me and you know that I wouldn't that you know that's legit. But if if you didn't right. if you kinda just knew me and I was a watch guy or something. I would kind of be, and and I don't know if you're in the same boat as me, but I would be a little upset if I let somebody borrow my watch and then this person took it upon themselves because they didn't believe me or something and they just took it to somebody to get authenticated because you know the minute that they open that case back, you're really compromising those seals and the water resistance and all that. So, I mean, I don't know if you were even going to ask this guy or you just kind of took it upon yourself to just just go. I just took it upon myself. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, and then like for him giving me the watch, I, I just kind of figured like that's something people with money kind of do. Like, yo, you know, this is just a watch. You know what I mean? Got no, it. Got you it. know what I'm saying? Like, that's just kind of like, you know, yo, go ahead, take it, take it, keep it as long as you want to. You know what I'm saying? I have thousands, you know, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't really like think that much about it, but when I saw that. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I don't know how he would have felt if I would have been like, well, I'm going to take it to get vetted. You know what I'm saying? Authenticate, whatever. Yeah, I don't know he, how he would have felt. You he probably I mean? would have felt like a slap on the face. Like you're calling them like, hey, no. I don't believe that. So I, I, I well, I get both sides of it. I, I guess right. I'm more coming from like the watch world or the watch mentality right. that I don't like messing with my watches because I don't like compromising the the seals and all that, right. unless it's going to get serviced or something. But right. if but, somebody, but hopefully, the fact that I did that, you know, what I'm saying he'll take closer look at the pieces that he gets. No, you for see sure. What I'm saying you for know, sure. hopefully. And 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 here's the, here's the thought. And I mean, I obviously I don't know this guy and like you do or whatever. But even if it is. If he knew that it was a replica and he's just making up this whole BS story about whatever and he knew that it was a replica, maybe now he'll be more cautious about either A, buying another replica watch, or if he does own them, maybe wearing them around the office and and being self-conscious because now he doesn't know how many people you told, you know, I mean, he, for all he knows. He'll definitely stop giving them to me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane, man. So that's... That's an interesting story. Yeah, that's that's definitely an interesting story. And uh, yeah, no, thank, mm-hmm. thanks for uh, sharing with us. But uh, yeah, I guess the the main takeaway, at least for me, is don't don't buy a replica watch. There's just so many different options out there of like legitimate things that you can buy for the amount of money. Uh, in addition to that, and something we didn't even talk about is a black market. I mean, you are supporting. Oh, yeah. Oh God, man! You know, um, human trafficking and weapons and drugs right. and just so many nasty things out there that it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you may think you're you're looking cool with your fifty dollar Rolex or whatever, but it's like you're you're definitely not looking cool. In addition to that, you possibly just killed somebody or somebody just overdosed on on 
over over your purchase. I mean, it's 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 the reality, and it's a sad reality, you know. So let's let's not support the black market. Uh, and I'm not just talking watches. I mean, I'm talking anything and everything illegal. Like let's right. really as a society try to try to change the world for the better. And I know I'm starting to sound all uh, softy here and philosophical or whatever, but it's a reality, man. You know, we, we but, have kids and... Yeah, for sure. But you know what's so crazy? There are actual YouTube channels dedicated to this stuff. Hmm. I found. I found one guy who showed his whole fake Rolex collection. Oh, wow. That's you know that's another mean? sector that's new for me. I, I never really gone that down, down the, that rabbit hole, so... Look, I, I did a lot of research for this. I was checking shit out. And then uh, I saw another guy who did one on, like, wallets and, like, bags and shit. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I seen you know those, what I yeah. mean? And I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. I have a, a real Supreme wallet, Supreme LV wallet, collabo wallet. And oh, nice. It was, like, 300 some dollars. And this guy talking about he got his for 15 I'm just like... <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna do a video on my wallet collection soon, though. But nice. You know, well, well, here's I was gonna say. Here's the thing, though. When you like, all right. So the, this guy's pretending to to have money or be exclusive or whatever, right? But the the main difference is when it comes to to the resale value because your thing is legitimate. So you're actually, yeah, you spend three hundred dollars. But potentially, right. you either gonna make your money back or you're gonna make more. This guy, right. whatever money he spent, whether it be fifteen dollars, twenty dollars, a hundred dollars, or whatever, right. guess what? That thing is gonna fall apart on him oh, yeah. because yeah, the quality sure. built. And mm-hmm. in addition to that, when he tries to get rid of it, he's gonna get nothing. So that that's another thing for everybody listening. Like if you're gonna right. invest your money uh, in anything. Think about it. You want to invest your money in something that's legit because it's going to retain its value. So, yeah. yeah, you definitely want to be want to be cautious of that. But but yeah, I mean, replica watches is just just insane. And and, and furthermore, look if if you want to look gaudy or whatever your reason is for for owning a replica watch, there is a lot of watches out there that look like that. Now, my personal taste and Victa, I don't like them. I know you do, P. But they look very gaudy. So if you're some, not all of them, but some of them. So if you if you're looking for that aesthetic, there's a legitimate company, Invicta, that okay, produces that kind something. of stuff. Let me let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. What if you it? had the choice, and they said you could only wear two watches, <laughs> you could get this replica Rolex sub. Matter of fact, the Rolex Smurf, right, the blue one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Versus the Invicta Pro Diver. Oh, all day Pro Diver. No, oh, for okay. sure, a hundred percent. Look, I I don't like Invictus, but I don't have a hate for any watch company out there that's to to my core. Where it's like, oh, it's gonna burn my skin. Like that's ridiculous, you know that. And I know there's other people out there and YouTubers and whatnot that make a huge deal about things and all this and that. And it's like, look, get get off your high horse. At the end of the day, they're a legitimate watchmaker, whether you like to right. it or not. If you're gonna clown on anybody, clown on these people producing these replica watches. And right. and furthermore, a lot of these people, like Janal, that were producing replica watches at one point, actually got their act together and said, you know what? Let's let's put our our tools, let's put our know-how, let's let's do everything that we've been doing right in this replica world. Let's produce a watch of our own and put our name on it. Now, that kind of backfired on them because of their back history. But I guess what I'm getting at is a lot of these, this is a $600 replica. If you have 
the craftsmanship and you have the, the tools and whatever to produce a replica watch, why don't produce your own watch? Produce, I mean, if, if, if it's looking that real and you have the movement and everything, just make your own watch. A micro brand, you know, I would, that's a lot more commendable, you know? So, yeah, for sure, absolutely. It's just, it's just insane. But, uh, but yeah, that's the take on replica watches. Just don't, don't do it, guys. There's just so many negative aspects to it that just, just not worth the money, you know? And if you end up getting one free, like P, then that's a different story, but I still wouldn't rock it because then you're Ooh. you're pretending you're pretending to be something or have something in your collection that's really not real, and you're gonna get caught for sure. Believe me, there's right. a lot of people out there that know they need to have the watch in their hands. They could tell, you know. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Just be aware of that. But uh, but anyways, moving on to other things, I know something that uh, made a lot of noise in the. In the watch community this this uh, week was this that uh a long and son the odysseus i think that's how you pronounce it the odysseus yeah uh so it's their first uh sports model right like ever so um how do you feel about it i mean i i like the way it looked personally you know okay I don't, I don't know what all the beef is over you know what i'm saying but at the price I mean, what twenty eight thousand euros equal what? Like uh, thirty. It's almost like thirty k. Thirty k. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but think about yeah. this, man. It's like Elon and Son. I mean, they they've been revived since since the nineties, and right. uh, I mean, jeez, if you look at their movements, at the Saxonia and the, uh, I mean, there's just so many models that they that they have that is just incredible. Like the finishing on them. Oh yeah, the, absolutely. The bridges. I mean. Uh, there, look, there's some $30,000 watches out there that I look at them and I'm like, I don't see the value in it. And I think right. it's mostly a brand thing, a branding thing. But when you look at a company like, like this, I mean, it's just incredible, incredible. So, I mean, I, I see the um, the whole thing uh, behind it. And not only that, but a lot of people probably don't know this, but uh, Elon and Sona, they only produce five to 6,000 watches a year. It's right. not, it's not a big, it's not a big thing they got going on over there and for them and this is very commendable for them to come out with this watch and actually release a brand new movement on it they they didn't just say uh, a lot of people are thinking it's just a money grab right because it's like right. it's another sports steals watch with a blue dial they're just mm -hmm. they're just doing it to make a quick buck or whatever i don't i don't see it this way according to them this is 10 years in the making they've been wanting to put this thing out mm -hmm. uh but they haven't but yeah, the finishing is is beautiful. Uh, the only negative for me, well, aside from the price, because obviously I don't have that kind of money, but the only real negative for me is that bracelet because the way that, it, to me, it just doesn't taper enough. And if you really look at those lugs, right? So when you're looking at the lugs, it's typically the the, um, the bracelets. A lot of times they're inside the lugs and they kind of taper or something. Just mm -hmm. the way that it that it kind of comes outside of the lugs or kind of parallel to the lugs. It's some, something about it just doesn't it doesn't sit well with me. Right. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. So that, but also that um, that bracelet is incredible. They have this really cool system where, like Rolex has it. It's like a it's an adjustment, right? Because throughout the day you're, you swell, whatever. So the Rolex is you literally have to take it off or open up the clasp. And on the inside, it has an adjustment, the micro adjustments or whatever. Well, this micro adjustment is really cool. If you look at the, the clasp of it, it has a button on it, it has a little logo on it. Uh, and if you press that little button, 
that is your micro adjustment right there. So you don't even have to take the watch off your wrist. Right. So, I mean, this is incredible craftsmanship and ingenuity from these guys. Uh, not to mention those those pushers. A lot of people were like, oh, well, they're trying to be, uh, you know, a Nautilus on the right-hand side by the crown. It has those little kind of square-looking things. But they're actual pushers for the day right. and the date. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think this is a winner. I think this is definitely up there and and i think it's beautiful especially a dial i mean oh, it's very very long to do the 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 texture dial and then that little step down top of that and uh right it's, oh, it's just beautiful i and and the big date nobody does this like the big dates the big date and the big date on the on the left on the right and the pushers actually change those and then that uh seconds repeater at the bottom is just it's incredible. It's an incredible. What piece about of... that crown, though? That crown is like, oh shoot. I well, what yeah. I like of this crown is, uh, if you really look at it, it doesn't have any crown guards. So the things right. on the side kind of look like crown guards, but in reality, they're not. They're the pushers, so it doesn't have a crown guard. And I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of like the older uh, Rolexes, right? Like the big crown, the one that uh, James Bond wore without a crown guard. I think that's beautiful. And that's actually one of the things that I really like about my Sarb. Uh, it doesn't have a crown guard. And I just right. think it's so beautiful. It's just something about it. I, I, I know uh, as a tool, as a functionality, it's a, it's a poor design because you can break the crown. It's like well, the crown is like one of the weakest parts of the watch. But as far as aesthetics, I just think it's beautiful, man. I, I, I really do like it. But of course, thirty thousand dollars is <laughs> it's a little it's a little steep, but nonetheless, I mean, I I think this is going to become a collectible for sure in the future. And there's how many? Getting, how many are they making? Are they making like a certain amount of these? Or it's not a limited release. No, it's it's okay. not a limited release. Uh, but they're they are going to be limited pieces just because, like I said, they they produce overall between five and six thousand a year. So right. this is going to be thrown into the mix of that. So I, I definitely think these are going to these are going to go fast, and they're going to become collectibles for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, this is an incredible watch, and I think it, it came in at 40, 40 millimeters, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah, forty. So it's not bad at all. And then the hands, of course, made out of gold. So you got to have, uh, of course, your steel uh, for the bracelet and 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 the case and everything. But those hands are actual white gold and yeah measures and the case measurements are 40.5 millimeters and it's 11.1 millimeters thick so not a bad looking watch i would love to see one in the flesh too to be right honest that case you. back is beautiful though oh yeah well i mean so you the see, movement the datomatic movement. oh my goodness yeah, yeah no no for sure yeah it's it's yeah. uh and it's at the frequency with like 28800 uh, yeah. I believe in the, the the yeah no it's it's just awesome it's this this shock resistance it's a balancing with uh, four uh, poising screws I mean it's just it's crazy these, these guys mm-hmm. seriously you gotta you gotta hand it to them and uh, just anybody that's that's clowning on them or hating on them it's just ridiculous like seriously just everybody's on that on that Nautilus and Royal Oak uh, bandwagon and if any right. God forbid any other company tries to come out with something similar like a Bell and Ross or like uh uh you know what was that other one the the Eagle Eagle Scout whatever the name uh-huh. is. Uh, you know what I'm talking about that one that the Chopard or whatever in my opinion that Chopard was pretty ugly and then that Bell and Ross was pretty ugly but this piece mm. right here this piece is nice now nah, this is nice when you had sent me the uh the link 
I instantly said, like, this is a beautiful freaking watch. Beautiful. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome, and 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 the fact, like I said, the fact that they actually came out with a brand new movement, and this is no joke, guys. I mean, if you look it up, go to their website, you could see the macro shots on the movement. Everything is is finished so right. Anything, everything, and everything. The movement, the dial, the the case, just you can't match these guys. I mean, right. So, and I, I love like the the second hand, only for the second hand, second hand. Mm-hmm. I love that. And then how how frequent is it that you see a day date on opposite sides of the case? No, this is this is very long ago. This is very long ago of them. And that, that's what I love. The, the minute that I saw it, it didn't lose its identity because that dial just screams a long ago from across right. the room. And that's something that I completely admire of them and really love. The, the, honestly, the, the biggest thing for me is that, that bracelet. But other than right. that, the case design, the, the movement, everything is, is awesome. And I think they should probably come out with like a a rubber, in my opinion, like a rubber strap, and maybe not not sell it at thirty thousand, maybe a little bit less. I right. think that'll that'll be super cool. I think that would that oh, would yeah. give it like a different vibe. But uh, but yeah, I don't know what the fuss was all about, and people are just angry about it, and people want to be angry at everything. It's like just you need to relax. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, on. oh yeah. This is, this is not something to be mad at. I mean, this is just an awesome looking watch in my opinion if if i had the money i would definitely probably pick one up but uh but yeah no moving on to other things i know uh something that was big news this week and and we're we're proud to say this we're the only guys on youtube that made a video about this and mark our words this is going to come into fruition so yeah. there was big talk in the internet and big talk about timex uh and they're releasing a batman uh queue uh, and a lot of people, you know, I, I did my research. I had to do my research. I saw the image. I was like, okay, this can totally be Photoshop, but it doesn't, it doesn't really seem to be Photoshop. So I did a little more research and finally found that there's a website called Ocarat, O-C-A-R-A-T, and they're based out of uh, France, or, and, uh, and they have this thing for sale. It's a pre-order. And uh, the model number for this is called the, the Timex Batman. The, the model number is TW2U. Two nine five zero zero. That is the reference number, mm-hmm. and it's going to cost less than three hundred dollars. And it's set to release in January twenty twenty. Now, I put out a video talking about it. It was all speculation. And P did his own video talking about the same thing because we we really feel in our hearts that this is real. And just to to figure out if this is real or not, you know, we went on Google, we went on Timex, and I actually emailed this company directly though carrot and i just basically the email went something along the lines of hey i see this on your website i don't see it anywhere else i just want to make sure this is a legitimate piece you know because i'm interested in buying it and basically their response was like hey we are an authorized dealer of timex everything on the website is 100 percent real and that's mm-hmm. kind of where they left it so there you go. I mean, there's, there's just no speculation. This is definitely coming out. And if you haven't seen our videos, go check them out. But you want to talk a little bit about this watch, P? Tell the good Yo, people. Hey, this, uh, well, blue is my favorite color. So I thought it was pink. Blue. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. I did used to have a pink polo, but I ain't got it no more. Bro. But, <laughs> yeah, but blue being my favorite color, man, just like with the, the A-Lines watch that we talked about before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like with the, the the batman like the black and blue even like on the rolex batman you know what i'm saying like 
I, if, if I had the cash, I would definitely give me. Oh, that's a beautiful piece. Yep. You know what I mean? And um, just to know that this. Okay, let me ask you this. Someone posted a question on my YouTube channel, like for the movement of this watch, would you rather be a Miyota movement or a Magic Lever movement? Hmm. I don't know. Well, Miyota's a workhorse, man. So. Right. I don't know. How do, well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, right. That's it, a good question. Did, did you right. reply to that person? Or? I, I kind of said Magic Lever, you know what I'm saying? Because it's older and I think it's more durable. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But 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 he kind of, the other guy kind of said like Miyota, but you know. But all in all, like, I really think Timex is doing everything correct. When I say that, I go back and I think about like the release of like the Timex, the re-release of the Timex tomorrow, right? Although it's two hundred dollars, and you could probably go on eBay or somewhere and find a Venice one, same kind for like maybe fifty, sixty bucks. But even with that release from the release of the Q Timex, and then them releasing the divers, the uh, the Navi XLs, yeah. The automatic, and then they even have a quartz variant of that. And they just released another one um, from the Waterbury collection of Timex automatic. Right. You know what I mean? And now with this one, the 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 Timex Batman, you know, I think they doing all the right stuff. You know what I mean? And for for like for a lot of people, a fashion watch is what got them into watches, right? But if you really get into watches, you kind of find out, well, fashion brands, uh, yeah, they okay, but you would rather have something with some heritage, something, you know, something different, basically. Yeah. So, um, Timex is the company that I think people need to be looking at a little bit more. You know what I mean? I feel like they totally overlook sometimes, and the heritage that they have is unmatched. Yeah. Not a lot of companies have that type of heritage. And still around today, you know what I mean. So yeah, well, well, the problem is the I guess the way they just kind of marketed themselves, they kind of put themselves into this hole of being cheap. You go to Walmart, you go to Target, you can pick them up super cheap. They're they're basically looked at as cheap watches, just like Casio. Uh, but and 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 they don't like that stigma. You could totally tell that because they've been making a huge push to become a better company. And the Q release uh, for them, that Q reissue was a massive success for them. And for me, I mean, right. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I never owned the Timex and I never saw myself owning the Timex for that same reason, because I was like, look, if I'm going to spend my money, I'd rather spend my money on a Seiko five, you know? Right. Because uh, what's, what's the point of getting this, this quartz watch, the, really kind of looks cheap i mean yeah it looks cool the weekend it looks cool you know but uh i just right. i just didn't see it but when i saw that q timex it just spoke to me on a different level and i ended up uh, picking one up i really don't know why but it was something about it and with disney batman um it looks very similar to the q same case and everything of course they changed the color scheme but i think they're trying to position themselves with uh micro brands right they're, they're trying to position themselves not to where they were before uh, right. and, and, and I actually just got an email from Timex this, this morning about one of their new watches. I, I don't know if it's like a, a, a female release or, or male or right. unisex and it's a celestial, right? It, it looks a little, a little girly to me, but at the same time, 
it, it has this air to it, this reminiscence of like an Audemars Piguet uh, 11, Cody 1159 for mm-hmm. that celestial uh, Dow that they, they put out. Of course, I'm not comparing both companies because <laughs> there's really nothing to compare, right? And you can't compare an Audemars Piguet to a time mix. But no. what, I'm, what I'm getting at is what time mix is doing there i don't want to say they're they're doing homages because they're really not but they're taking some really cool things from maybe other watch companies and integrating that into their watches so the batman of course being a huge one they know what it is they know that people love the batman they can't get it because it's expensive it's limited so they're like hey why don't we do this we had some massive success with the q time mix let's put out this um this batman and, and they already know it's going to be a hit. I mean, there's just no question about it. You oh, know? yeah. And with all the automatic movements that they're coming out with, uh, a lot of them are the Mayota movement. So I'm not sure if they're going to use a Seiko's magic, you know, mm-hmm. lever or not, or maybe just an NH36 or whatever. But uh, uh, but yeah, man, I, I think Timex is, is definitely doing things right. It's going to take a long time for most people to really... I don't want to say they don't respect them, but to look at them in a different, in a different way, right? To say, right, hey, right. you're, you're wearing a Timex. And I think it's kind of happening now because if you look at these big channels like Horology House, Chris from Australia, he actually just did a video on the Q Timex macro shots and everything. I mean, his overall take is that he liked it, you know, and he was like, hey, if, right. you, if you have 179 bucks and you can get your hands on, on this watch, I, it's cool get it you know i I recommended it and it just created such a big um i guess news and and buzz uh for them that it's awesome i mean i'm I'm happy to see that and i would love for them to start making everything in-house here in the u.s i'll be that'll be super cool but oh yeah i don't know if that's gonna happen but uh but that'll be cool that that'll be that'll be an awesome thing man but uh but yeah no time it's just definitely I, i guess now before it wasn't, but now I'm I'm really starting to pay attention to them, and I love me Omega and I love Snoopy, and I know I'm probably not gonna able to ever own a a, a Snoopy, but Timex has some really cool Snoopy watches, especially when right. this whole moon landing came out. They had a really a lot of cool different models to pick from, so they're they're definitely um, doing things right in my opinion. So oh yeah, oh, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I know we're going almost in an hour here. Uh, I don't know if you want to, I wanted to introduce something uh, new to our listeners. I know we mm-hmm. talk about watches a lot, but uh, I want to talk about other things, you know, as well, just right, because right. people are so different and we like a lot of different things, not just watches. So um, I, I thought just, just like the Who Dinky podcast, they, they always send their their um, their shows just kind of asking either their guests or somebody else, like, a cultural reference or, Hey, what's, what's going on in, in the world aside from watches, something that you recommend, something that you want to talk about. So, so yeah, I don't know. Do you know, do you have anything that you want to yeah, share with I, us? I, I have a few things. One, um, this week was really, uh, for me, I think on Monday, they released the trailer for, uh, the Star Wars movie Rise of Rise of Skywalker, mm, mm-hmm. which is Star Wars is one of my favorite franchises. You know what I'm saying? I'm a sci-fi geek. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 essence, I'm a nerd. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and when I saw the trailer, man, I don't know if you're familiar with Star Wars. Yeah. When I yeah, saw this trailer, 
you know, I kind of it was like the final trailer too. Like they already released two before, so this is like the, this third one is like the final one before the movie come out in December. Okay, and I really got excited for it. Um, unlike the the last one, the last Jedi, I didn't too many people really like that movie like that. I thought it was okay. It wasn't the best Star Wars movie, but it was okay. But uh. This particular movie here, I think, is going to be the the end all be out, and it's supposed to just tie up the whole Skywalker saga, and it'll be the last one concerning the Skywalkers, apparently. So that's cool. No, there's no. a there's a huge yeah. following out there, and I know my my wife and I. So we're we're from the '80s, right? So we we, we mm-hmm. were born in the '80s. So when the whole Star Wars thing happened, oh, we were small, so we don't remember right. all that stuff, but. Uh, when they released that movie, and I, I, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so I, I just remember it was the one where they introduced BB-8. Um, right, yeah. We saw that, right? So we, we had not even... Oh, okay, so that's what it's called. Yeah, so we Force hadn't Awakens. seen any of them. We mm-hmm. just kind of went in, we're like, hey, it looks kind of cool, and we loved it. We were like, this is right. amazing. We actually went back and watched all the old films. Oh, actually, it was a trilogy. We we went right. to, the, to the 80s, and we didn't go on. And we were really trying to get into it because we're huge mm-hmm. Disney people. And we actually right. had a Disney pass, an annual pass that expired now, but they're expensive. Mm-hmm. But we had one, and we used to go to Disneyland a lot. And, of course, when you go to Disneyland, that's all there is. It's like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And especially right. they were ramping up for Star Wars land. So um, uh, we, we saw that. You know, you go there, you see the construction and all that. And we were really, really trying to get into it. But it just didn't happen for us so yeah that trailer i saw on youtube and i just didn't click on it to be honest with you it's yeah. like, it doesn't it doesn't speak to me you know we we actually right. just watched uh uh spider-man uh far far from home or something last night yeah. it's actually yeah. pretty good we we're uh we yeah, are huge movie. yeah we are huge marvel fans we haven't yeah. missed a single movie but to me still uh, Iron Man is is king. When I first saw that that first Iron Man movie, it's probably yeah. one of my favorite movies overall. You know, I mean, I could talk about Endgame, I could talk about right. different Avenger movies and Black Panther or whatever. Right. But to be honest, dude, that first Iron Man movie just it's still right. one of my favorites. But uh, now, but no, it, it, now now when Marvel was like for me, like they're great. But that first that very first Spider Man movie, I think it came out in nineteen ninety nine and. Or two thousand with uh, Toby Maguire. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like I, 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 I thought that was classic. That's really my favorite. Yeah, yes, yes, <sighs> yes. Know, that man. one, that one. The first, the all three of the ones he did, I thought were great. Nah, I never you liked know, them. I, it's just... I really did. I'm telling you, I really thought they were great. I think Marvel just has this 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 thing about it that that makes it so Marvel, right? The the way they are able to uh, integrate all the all the customers and tell. It's just a story, a storytelling uh, versus the way Sony kind of did things. I, I just didn't, it didn't connect with me, to be honest with you. Right. Because um, I, I mean, I, I, before Iron Man, of course, uh, the X-Men movies and the Hulks and all that, and it, I saw yeah. all of them and no, none of them did anything for me. I think but, they kind of fell short on the Hulk movies, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But, uh, but anyways, my, something that happened to me or something I've been watching was, um, a show, I don't know how many rap fans there is uh, out there or people listening to us, but Rhythm and Flow, it's actually on Netflix. It's uh, season one. 
they they release new episodes every week and it just this last week they released the final um three episodes which was a finale and they awarded the the, the winner or whatever but it's really cool so basically it's uh ti chance rapper and cardi b not my favorite rappers but nonetheless they're people in the industry and, and they've made it big but the cool thing is they went basically what the whole premise of this whole show was they were going to hold the auditions in LA, of course, in Hollywood. But what they were going to do is first they went, all of them went to LA. They, they held auditions. They're like, okay, we need to find the hottest rapper, the hottest next rapper. Right. So they, they picked a few and then they said, okay, our task is to go to each one of our cities, find the best rappers, bring them here to LA, have them in a big competition. And whoever wins the big prize is going to be $250. No string attached, no strings attached, no record deal, no nothing. Because Chance, of course, being an independent himself, he doesn't believe in record labels. So they're like, whoever wins this, you do whatever the heck you want to do with your money. But obviously he would hope that you put it into your music, right? So yeah, off they went to each of their cities, of course, TI Atlanta and, uh, uh, the Bronx, it was with Cardi B in New York, and then Chance the Rapper Chicago, of course. So yeah, they, they found some hot talent, and uh, it's super exciting. So if you guys are mm. rap fans and, and you like it, it just gets more intense. I mean, it, it, they bring them in and they, they okay, do do your thing, you know, do your thing, do show us what you got to do, or show us what you can do. Then they, they cut some people, and then the next thing is, okay, we're going to do a cypher. We're going to put you guys into a group, and you're going to do a cypher, and then we're going to pick the winners from there. And then the next thing that they do is rap battles, okay? You're going to battle each other. We're going to pick a winner. And then they give them a, a budget to do a music video, see who has the hottest music video. And then mm. they, they pair them up with, like, producers, like, real producers that produce music for Drake, Eminem, Jay-Z. I mean, real producers. And then they have them do a, a song and then perform it for the finale. They have to perform it in front of, like, the biggest crowd and everybody's there. It's a ton of different rappers that, that are uh, at that particular show. And, and it's not just uh, mainstream rappers. It's, like, Royce the Five Nine was there and some other people, mm. you know, that are, like, legit MCs. They're not just mainstream MCs, you know? So right. I, I think the guy that won, IDP, I, I recommend that you've got to watch it because the guy that won, I'm not going gonna, gonna to spoil it, but the guy or girl that won, um amazing amazing yeah okay so, i'm gonna have to check that out yeah absolutely absolutely and you know what we forgot to do before we wrap up wristwatch check. wristwatch <laughs> what are you wearing <laughs> um seiko uh sne039 oh cool nice yeah. very nice yes sir how long you had that for uh probably about a year and a half oh, that's cool Something like that. yeah. what movement does it have the 7s to 6 or uh, I think so. It's the solar. Oh, the solar. Oh, okay, no, yeah. it's not the seven S six. Okay, no, 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 never yeah. mind, never mind. So. No, um, while I'm wearing the classic, I'm just wearing the Seiko SKX double seven. So, mm. yeah, mm. yeah, so. I paired it up on this. Uh, I, I, I don't like the original bracelet that it comes with, even though it's very comfortable. That Jubilee actually went with a company called uh, Uncle Seiko. The guy's yeah. actually based out of San Diego. Uh, really cool guy. If you haven't seen his bracelets, mm-hmm. basically. <clears throat> what he does, he um, reproduces a lot of the bracelets of the era, and bring, bring you know brought them up to up to the today's standards, and he sells them. And the proceeds right. of the of the goods actually go towards uh, charities because he's a pastor, so he's the way that he's running things. So yeah, I got this presidential style bracelet on it, and awesome. Well, I you just... actually did a video on it, right? I did, I did, yeah, I go did. Check that out. Check that out on the channel. 
Yeah, no, for sure. So that's that's what's on my wrist. Of course, the little outdated movement and it's been discontinued now, but it's it's very charming. So that's why it's been around for over twenty years. To be honest with you, it's just, it's an awesome watch. Yes, sir. But uh, all right, man. Well, that that uh, we talked about a lot of different things, and and um, it was super fun. And I, I appreciate you doing this once more with me. Always. And, and yeah, tell the people where you they can find you. Uh, Ross wristwatch love on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. That's it. Yeah, and subscribe, me. subscribe, follow, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to do, just support. Yeah, and uh, me, SoCal Watch Reviews, both on YouTube and Instagram. You know, we we post pictures, we post information, we do videos. We we definitely been gaining some uh, momentum, which is super exciting. And this is a hobby for us. And every time we see new subscribers and comments come through and everything, it just keeps us motivated to keep going, keep doing things, and of course. We want to bring uh, legitimate information to you, and and we've been doing our research and taking this a, a little more serious. So hopefully, you can see that uh, this is episode eight. So we we're gonna keep going. We have some guests lined up. Like I said, uh, Dave from Just to Watch. He's uh, eventually gonna make it to the podcast. So we'll we'll see when he when he does that. But anyway, shout out to Dave. Absolutely, and and you know what? Just to, just a quick story, and I know I know wanted to highlight this when we had him on the phone, but Dave actually made a video. Uh, about underrated, right? It was an un- undiscovered, undiscovered, undiscovered YouTubers. Yeah, undiscovered like YouTubers, that. YouTube yeah. channels, watch channels, and actually P was featured on there, and I was featured on there. And if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have met each other. And not only that, right. thanks to his video, I got like 70, 70 or eighty subscribers just from his yeah. video alone. And I and think it, I got like sixty. And it's crazy because. Yeah. When he put out that video, and this is just a few months ago, not that long ago, he had like a thousand five hundred subscribers. Mm-hmm. Since he put that video out, he's now at six thousand. So it's just crazy yeah. how how karma really works. It's just like he put something out to the world, and it just kind of came back around. So right, kudos to our friend Dave, and uh, yeah, man. So uh, everybody listening, you know, uh, thank you for the support. Uh, stay humble as always. Uh, P, you want to close this out? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's your boy P. Ross. You know what I'm saying? SoCal Watch Reviews Podcast, giving y'all that flavor. Like now, ladies, and we out. (laughs) Later, guys. Peace.